To the mother freaking sound engineer slash that guy. Uh, Trying to stay busy. That's right. Uh, From Unfiltered Podcasts, we got that boy. We got that boy T Mac in the building, man. Sitting in on Best Conversations Podcast. But we got a but we got a new partner to the to the uh, to the table today. Me and homie go way way back. Came in on short notice. But you know what I mean. But like a real friend, like he did, came in. You know what I mean. Held it down. Uh, my partner DJ Lopes in the building. What's happening with you, brother? What's going on, bro? I appreciate you having me, man. It's an honor to do it. Yeah, man. On such such, such short notice, we had a we had a whole different uh, thing set up for the for the day. But you know, the show must go on. Uh, before we get started, man, how, how, y- how y'all doing, man? How, how's everybody, you know, how's the life, how's the fam, everybody? I'm maintaining, man. Uh, you know, things ain't how we wanted to be, but we still, I, I still feel blessed, you know, that life's still going on, you know, life ain't crumbled on me, you know, but, you know, just maintaining, trying to stay on, on the radar, man. Yes, sir. Tom, man, you've been on vacation all week, bro. Vacation, bro. Vacation. Yes, sir. Man, how, how was your vacation, man? Man, you know, took the kids out, took them to the beach, man, for a week. We just chilled out, man, you know, get away from everything. No working, just chilling. Just straight chilling. Man, I ain't do nothing but eat, drink. <laughs> it was like 70 degrees down at the beach, so I'm in the pool, you know, kids running around, but, yo, it was, it was love, man. I needed it. Yeah, man, we definitely all just need need a reset from um, from everything. Uh, before we get into to the show tonight, I um, I like to just get into me and Los's backstory on you know, how how me and Los know each other and you know <laughs> what Los do and all that good stuff. So me and Los, um, we actually both used to run around Greensboro back in the day. We didn't know each other then, but we actually met when I used to work for FedEx. Shout out to my boys uh, that we used to work at FedEx with, Phil, John, and all them boys. Um, so, so me and Los, so I've been at FedEx a while at the time. I was already at FedEx for a while. I think I was, I think I was on year number two at the time. I think this is just about to start a year number two at FedEx. True story. And uh, so Los comes, so Los comes in, and uh, you know, what I mean, Los was struggling a little bit. He was. <laughs> He was he was struggling a little bit over there at the X, Oof, and, and uh, you know what I mean. But I already knew bro was a good dude. Like we already knew, like you know what I mean. 
So a lot of similar cats. He like like he he know like some of the cats from back in the burg and shit. Like when oh, the wow. cop when the cars were some of them cats. Yeah. And um, so I just kind of took Los under my wing. I was like, look look dog, you gonna make it, my nigga. Yo, you you gonna make it. I'm telling you, man. That that type of motivation really helped me through, and just somebody just to uh, you know to help you out when you're going through something hard, man. Just meant meant a lot, man, because. You already struggling, and then you just like, man, it's no other option. Right. But you know, for somebody to just come through, like, man, look, I'm a. If you need anything, just call me, man. I come help you, man. So I ain't got nothing but respect for this guy, man. To be honest. Yeah, man. So since then, I was like, sheesh. I was probably thirteen. 13 yeah, I was like thirteen. I was like thirteen. Yeah. Ever since then, me and Lowe's been cool. You know, some cats you can't really kick it outside the clock. Man, so. True. And uh, yeah, me and Lowe's been been tight ever since. And then from there, I just seen his elevation. Now DJ Lowe's, Big Lowe's, DJ Big Lowe's, DJ Big Lowe's. Yeah. Uh, tell the people, man, how'd you get into the whole DJing thing, bro? So my uncle was a DJ. Um, so growing up, I used to be with him. I would go with him to set up his equipment, but of course, I couldn't be. At a lot of the things that he was doing because I was a youngin, so he would go DJ at clubs or parties. So I would go with him earlier that day and set up and um, set up his equipment, you know, just to help him get it set up. And then I'd come back the next day and help him break down. I did that from a little boy all the way through my teenage years. So my uncle passed in 2013, and my aunt. Um, basically gave me all this equipment. So I sat on it for a while. I thought about selling it. But every time I would try to sell it, nobody would to pay me what I knew it was worth. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I'm gonna just start playing with it. Mm -hmm. You know, cause I already knew how to set everything up. I just didn't, I wasn't familiar with like mixing music and things. So I started playing with it and fell in love with it. And it started being an escape from work or personal life, you know, and here I am today, DJ Big Los, man, and like I feel like that's one of the best things I've done. Mm. Now, what what's been like? Um, and and this is not like the tonight. We we talk about a whole lot of range of different things. It's not the Big Los uh, episode, anything like that. But you know, I, st I still like to, to get into people backstories and, and uh, all this other good stuff. But um, what was like like some of the challenges in the beginning, like doing the parties and, and doing that whole circuit? Man, it's for one, the DJ game is so saturated, man. It's like everybody's a DJ, you know. And honestly, when I started DJing, I wasn't even taking it serious. I thought it was like way easier than it was. Mm -hmm. But it's actually a skill set you have to learn. You know, it's actually skills to it. It's more than just playing songs. It's like knowing your crowd, knowing what to play at a certain time. Knowing, you know, how long a party is, you know, when to when to get the crowd hype, you know, you can't throw all your good music off at the beginning. Absolutely. You know, so it's so much more to it than just playing songs. Um, then the other side of it is people don't like to uh, pay you your worth. You know, your, your equipment costs money, your time, you work load your equipment and you know it's it's real work so people Absolutely. I don't think people quite understand like the uh, what goes into DJing mm -hmm. you know so 
that's that's the struggles I went through. I had to actually just sit down and study DJing, you know, like dudes that did it before me, dudes in my local area, you know, YouTube. Uh, it was a lot of things that I started studying, you know, and I still I'm still learning. Like I like I'm, I'm and I never start learning, you know. So mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much it, man. Like learning the game. Got <laughs> you gotta definitely. Learn, learn your game and definitely learn your craft but you definitely um have definitely like 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 put your stamp down as like an official official DJ now though like for real for real like from you know the mixing and and all that like it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely really dope and it's dope to see like from from afar like Hey, man, that's you, that's man. my dog. I got a video right now. I look back on with you. You came to my house when I stayed in the apartment, and you was just like, man, I was playing horrible, but you was giving me so much positive, like, man, just keep going, and you know what I'm saying, like, so, like, I never forget stuff like that. You know what I'm saying, like, so, from that time to now, like, I I can't see growth, but I'm sure when I look back. Five like five years from now, I'm gonna look better now and see growth. You see what right, I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. What's your uh before before we get into Todd? What, what's been like uh one of your favorite parties or or, or any like just one of the highlights so I, far? I love DJ and weddings. Um, Where and they pay the best. They pay the best, and I love because at a wedding you're not so boxed into one. Genre of music You could play a little bit of trap music You could play a little old 90's music You could play line dances You could play so much you can play You know At a wedding You know so many ranges you can play You mm-hmm. know if you play in a club You kind of boxed into What's new right now And that's pretty much You know what I'm saying You could you could deviate a little bit But that's the majority of what you're going to play mm-hmm. At a wedding you have The The, the um, people that's getting married, their parents are there, you know, mm-hmm. the grandparents. So you have to play to that crowd, and it's a lot of different ranges that you can go in. So I enjoy doing weddings the most. Um, yeah, the club thing is cool, but give me a wedding. <laughs> and if they and if uh if if somebody wanted to book you, how, how can they find you? They can find me. My phone number is 919-394-5728. 919-394-5728. Um, I'm on Facebook as Carlos Big Los Bailey. And I'm on Instagram as Losboy87. So any of those will work. And if you're watching this podcast, you can even contact Kayvon, you know, to if you yeah. want to link We'll work. We'll work it out for you. All right, man. That's conversations podcast, man. We here um, a few days away. If you see on the screen, the Gucci Man, Young Jeezy uh, battle. That's what we're gonna be talking about tonight. Um, really, we all thought it was about to be the Ti right <laughs> versus versus Jeezy. Right. We all thought it was the Ti Jeezy battle. Um, but I think I think people are really really happy that this is gonna be this. Uh, like you was talking before we got started, like Jeezy threw that out there. Like I I really wanted to battle Gucci, 
And it was like it was kind of subliminal, right? Know? It was like it was it wasn't disrespectful, but it was like a subliminal shot. Like, yeah, I, I call you out, you deny gracefully, but you you the original person I wanted. You the main, you know, right? <laughs> you the you the beef and potatoes that I want, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was. yeah. Um, and I think this battle's gonna be dope if it happens. Um. If it happens, because just uh, last week in hip hop, we lost like two two young two young cats. Yeah, King uh, Von, Mo Three, Mo Three. I yeah. I wasn't I wasn't familiar with either one of those cats either. One was from Dallas, and one was from Chicago. Um, everybody know how that Chicago scene is. You know, it's a lot of violence, a lot of murder with those cats. Um, the guy Mo Three was from Dallas. He has some. Confrontations in in the city of Dallas too, but um, I just hope these guys, man, can get on track and you know do music, you know, right, right. leave that leave the other side alone because it just don't make sense to get all that money and just die, you know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, and that that's the the, the hopefully the greatest. Um, thing that come out of this battle is like look these two and, and Lord knows G's and Gucci um, I think Gucci probably not 40 yet but I'm pretty sure he right he's at 40. 40. I think he was born in 80. He born in 80? Yeah. Oh so they 40. Yeah he's yeah, 40. Both, yeah. If, he, yeah. If, he, if he born in 80 he's 40. Uh, and I think Jeezy probably like 42, 43 probably something like he's that. Some, he's something in that age range. I don't know exactly how yeah. Jeezy but So yeah if, if, if these if, if, if they sit down and actually Make this happen. This will definitely be huge for hip hop and, 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 and everything. It's definitely needed, man. <laughs> it's, it's definitely needed, man. Yeah. I mean, what? So, so icy. Was this the first time you ever heard of Gucci too? That was the first time I heard of Gucci. What about you, Tom? Uh, nah, I think I think I heard something. I was I was real big on that the mixtapes and on the ground music back then, so. I think I already heard of Gucci by then. Uh, I'm trying to think, what year did that come out? So oh, five. Oh, five. Yes. Oh, five. He had, you know, he had Black T out, but yeah. I didn't learn about Black, Black T until after, after, after this. Song. Right. Yeah, that's like how, but it did, you know, if you're from Atlanta or that area, you might, you know, but I, I didn't personally know. Yeah. About it, so. yeah, this is the first, yeah, this is definitely the first time I ever heard or seen Gucci Man. And, at the, and then at this time, um, at this time, Jeezy was so on fire. Yeah, he, he had the boys in the hood, hood joint. This out, yeah, uh, all his things that was popping. That mixtape with drama was drama. going crazy, yeah. man. Like it was. So yeah. it definitely seemed like, in my mind, from afar, it just seemed like Jeezy was doing Gucci a solid. <laughs> at that point, yeah, it seemed yeah. like he was just doing him a solid. Yeah. But I think he sparked something in Gucci, man. At that point, man, like I think. You know, whatever they went through made Gucci go hard, man. Mm-hmm. And it, like, he probably created a monster, man, when this happened, man. So, right after this came out, uh, they eventually started beefing immediately. I it was, was over like, this song. Over this song. Right. Jesus said he never wanted to do the song. I think that's I think why I heard Jesus say he never wanted to do the song or something like that. What I understood that happened was Jeezy wanted it on his album. album right. And... Gucci wasn't going for it. Right. You know, um, they couldn't come to terms on 
what what needed to happen with the song. Mm-hmm. So that 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 fueled the beef, and then then Jeezy was supposed to perform with Gucci this song, and he he denied. I ain't gonna say he denied. I think that's during the time he had that throat surgery, right? And he couldn't do it. So. Right. That that also added tension to Add, it. added a lot of tension. Right, what was going on? That add, added so much tension to it, and it and it and it, def, and it definitely went crazy. Next thing I look up, this nigga Jeezy dropped uh, "Stay Strapped." Stay was, Strapped, man. I was like, damn. Seven, that's how you feel. Seven forty-five from Gucci, man. So, <laughs> so when uh, who was that? They did hard in the paint. What's his name? Oh, Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. Now, when did he come out? Waka Flocka was like 09. Yeah. That was definitely like 09. That was like when Gucci got locked up. He started hitting hard. Yeah, after Gucci got locked up. Yeah. And Lord knows so many times. Right. So many times. But when when G, yeah, see, I didn't really know the backstory of like the throat surgery and all that. I was just like, why is he. Why Jesus going so hard at this nigga? Like, right. talking about if, if, if you see him with the chain, knock it off his neck. I yeah, was like, I put Damn. 10 stacks on him. Like, people was literally trying to get the 10 stacks. Trying to get that 10 stacks. It wasn't even just his people. It was like, people was trying to get the 10 bands, man. Like, 10 bands in 2005 right. was a little bit different than 10 bands in 2020. Right, so, exactly. It was a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot different. And so after Jeezy dropped this, I'm just trying to make sure that the, the timeline's flowing. Um, Gucci kind of went ghost. I think he went, then got he was, locked he back was up. locked up for nine months for the for when, okay. Whenever the altercation happened with the robbery, or the robbery, time, right? He was locked up a span of nine months for that. Mm-hmm. So during that nine months, I don't know if this came out. Or what? But he was. That's that was the gap, and it was like when he came back out, it was just like he started dropping all these mixtapes. Dropping all these mixtapes. Right. It, it seemed like a a big gap, it, and I think it was like a. It was really almost like because it almost seemed like Gucci was a one hit wonder right. after he dropped. So so icy. I never really heard anything. So else. he was grinding underground Atlanta. For a while, he was one but, of them uh, BMF boys back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was grinding. Gucci was grinding underground Atlanta. Everybody started attracting to him about around two thousand and eight, eight, late two thousand and seven. Right. So this happens like what? Oh five. five. Right. And then you have like that gap. That yeah. But during the time, Gucci is actually working. You know, what I'm saying he's. He in the strip clubs dropping his songs mm-hmm. and stuff, and it it start he started to take off, you know what I'm saying? And the world started to listen to him around late 2007, uh, going into 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like Freaky Girl and Pills and all those songs started hitting. Everybody started, you know, listening to his mixtapes and stuff uh, in North Carolina area. Right. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Around about yeah, like you said, around two thousand eight, it definitely it definitely changed for Gucci when he dropped whatever that the the, the movie, right? The movie one or movie two, I think it had drama hosted. It definitely 
changed because I wasn't even I really wasn't up on Gucci because he just seemed like a mixtape nigga like it was just like all yeah. these mixtapes yeah. and then it was back then it was so hard to keep up with all the damn mixtapes. His first album was actually solid though, man. Yeah, like, trap house. Yeah, like it was, and he he had some club bangers on on the CD, man. Uh, he, like one of his before that mixtape that you talking about, like he had uh, that mix talk, chicken talk. It was yeah. that chicken talk was like uh, it was crazy in the street, man. Right, it was real crazy in the street. Uh, and, and yeah, chicken talk, ice attack, ice attack two, right. bird flu, no. Yeah, that EA that EA Sports Center thing that was I remember people going that was crazy. pretty hard. Man. That was pretty. That's hard. what uh that's that Gotti was on that one. Mm-hmm. Matt the Trap say A was on that one. Like that was yeah. the first time everybody heard Matt the Trap say A. That was the first time everybody heard yeah. Bricks probably. You yeah. know that that that, yeah, that around that. around that time when he when 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 uh when he around the time he put out OJ the Juice Man. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. On the flames to the to the point I was in. You know, our favorite spot, Minaj in Greensboro. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Minaj. <laughs> so, the shit got so crazy with Gucci. Like, they playing, like, whole Gucci sets. Oh, yeah. Like, the, like the whole Gucci sets is, like, they're playing, like... And so, yeah. Jeezy was still going crazy with Recession. But then they, then they go right from that to this whole crazy Gucci, Gucci set. set. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I'm a dog. I'm a <laughs> yeah. dog. I'm a dog. Yeah. I'm a dog. He made yeah, nothing, nothing but club. It was like, that was like the era of where you could play like a lot of mixtapes in the club, man. Because a lot of Wayne stuff was getting played like that. Little Wayne mixtape stuff mm-hmm. was getting played. So that was the era of like where dudes were on, like they was dropping a lot of music on mixtapes that was club bangers, man. Right, certified so club DJs bangers back then. Though, yeah, solidified that. Yep. They actually can put the music out. True. You know what I'm saying? Back then, you know, it's a little different now, but yep. they had so many DJs back then that Cannon, Holiday, Drama, mm-hmm. all right. Them was, yeah. Even Green Lantern was still popular. Right. It was a lot of you right. Yeah. You're right. It was a lot of it was a lot of like mixtape DJs that were right. That's how they made they, you know, made they pop. Yep. Yeah. And it's always like, you know, like up north, you know, all of them well, I said all of them. You know, Clue had the, the most, you know. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, it was like Flex, you know, yeah, Flex dropped the drop bombs. bombs and stuff. Uh, yeah, bring it back a million times. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, we talking a lot about Gucci. We can't forget about Young Jizzle. Um, and early, I'm going to say it, because early, y'all was talking about, Y'all talking about Gucci, not that's talking about BMF. But that was actually Jeezy. Jeezy, that was down yeah, BMF. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was definitely Jeezy's movement, man. They were deep, <laughs> like, real deep. So we can go around the room. What, what, what was the first Jeezy song you you ever heard? Well, first, or your first time seeing Jeezy? Was I was. I think that uh, when I started noticing Jeezy, it was like that. Uh, him and that boys in the hood, man. Right, mine too. And yeah. and like after that boys in the hood, it was just like everybody. I used to go to the city, man. We used to have a store in my hometown called Urban Connection that used to sell the mix CD. So I would, I went and got his um his mixtapes and stuff and a fake album and everything, man. Right. You know, um. 
Yeah, man. That's when this, that this this was the this was the very first Jeezy song. Hold on, I gotta cut cut the ad down. But uh this was the very first time I ever seen Jeezy. And the first time I seen this video, I said, I believe what he's saying. Like it seemed real, like like for real, for real. This this is the very it's the very first Jeezy song I I ever heard. The first time I ever seen his face. I was like this, this used to go so hard in the club. It right. was like man. Yeah, this uh, I remember this joint, yeah. And I think this is before I think this is right before he might even sign his Def Jam deal. I think he I think he I think he uh did this video independent. I think he paid for the shit himself. Yeah, that boy was violent back then. <laughs> I seen I seen BML and CTE and Murder Beach that year. It was like 05. And I heard yo, that was walking down the street. It was it had to be a hundred of these dudes, man. They had, all had on a t-shirt, man. Anybody that was at Murder Beach in 05 had to see them. They had to see it on the strip, man. Like it was like a hundred of these guys, man, walking down ocean, man. Like, <laughs> and I knew their presence, like their presence was like not nobody else's, man. Right. It was just like, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, it was about that life. Though. Yeah, it was about that life. People knew too because it wasn't, you know. Okay, if you ever been to Murder Beach, you know. Some people will try to drop their nuts on you. You know right. what I'm saying? Facts. Be like, hey, move. Right. When these guys came through, it cleared out, dog. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't no yo, if these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it won't it was like, oh they knew their presence was there. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like and I didn't even realize it. I, I ran I had a um video recorder. I ran it back and looked at it and I was like and I didn't know who BMF was at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I ran it back and looked at it and I was like, oh, that's, you know what I'm saying, like, it started to click to me, man. Yeah, so, so this comes out, then I hear him on the Fabulous album, uh, the, the song that he did on the DVD that he, that he was, like, recorded on the floor with his shoes off, I, I think, <laughs> let me see if I can find it. I'm trying to think, I don't remember that one. It was, uh. It was on, it was on it was on Fab's album, and this was all before Thug Motivation. It was all it was all before uh, Thug Motivation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I remember this shit. But this this was the second time I, I seen it. I remember hearing the song first, right. and then I watched the DVD, and then watched him when he was. You remember the Trapper Die DVD, like the yeah, first DVD? Yeah, you know? I re- yeah. I he was like, he was like high as fuck, recording the shit on the floor. <laughs> shit was wild. I remember this song. Yeah, this is like this is the second time. This is the second time I think I heard him. See this, these songs right here that you playing. I heard these songs after uh, that. That Diddy joint that he had with Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. So, remember, I said I went to the Urban Connection spot. And got these. So all these songs I was hearing after. Oh. I, you, you see what I'm saying? Like they had all these songs on the CD, and it might not even be the official CD, but they. Yeah, you know how to you know how to bootleg, right? right. Let me just put all this yeah. together. Right. We don't even know if that was the official right. Trap or Die mixtape. Exactly. You know I mean? so, so that I, I started hearing these tracks like after that, man. 
Exactly. Yeah, but um, but then Jeezy, when Jeezy came through, man, it definitely felt like shit was real. Like everything he was saying was like he really had people like attention, like like beyond like just like oh he nice or whatever. It was just like people were so glued. Every block you would turn. People was playing Jeezy, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like nah. I never, I never, man. I haven't seen. I, I, I only seen that maybe like a couple of times in my lifetime. Uh, I remember like Homecoming 2001 when Jay Z dropped Blueprint. I seen like everybody playing Blueprint. When Jeezy dropped, uh, he just had the mixtape out and and you know some other little songs. And I heard everybody in Greensboro playing. Uh, every corner you turn, it was like, it was like. I couldn't believe it, man, because, you know, at that time, you know, females would be like, I ain't listen to all that rap. I need some army. But when I heard females rapping every verse and singing there, I was like, this, oh, this is a little bit different, man. You know. But you know, in North Carolina, especially back then, North Carolina, we kind of went to the Georgia rappers. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? They... They sound the most like us. Like that's the most like we can relate to. Like right. you know, it was definitely like those the closest accents that you know right. we could relate right. Right. to. Yeah, when he did, the, then when he did the Trap or Die DVD, and I and I bought the DVD, and he was like in a Lambo. He was like in a Lambo before like. I'm like, how the hell you got a Lamborghini? You just a rap nigga. Before that, you just rap nigga. Just have like regular rap nigga shit. Yeah, he's running around with BMI. <laughs> yeah, they was, they, I can only imagine, man. Like, all that stuff they rapped about was real, though. Was real. Like, yeah. they'll pull up to the parties with a hundred Lambos and <laughs> Vets and Rarries <laughs> and, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a different level, man. And then, like, then, the, and then when they started banding, like, the snowman shirts. That can't ban the snowman mixtape was crazy. Yeah. That that came from because everybody was wearing that snowman shirt, man. Like, it was, man, it was a crazy yeah, they, they, they had to ban that shit from school. Yeah, like, yeah, people, people was wearing them joints, like, in, in high school, like. Get suspended behind it. You right. Know? A lot of them didn't even know what it was, though. Right. You know, yeah, what I mean? they, 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 they ain't know it was. They nah. just seen it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, how, how do y'all feel like you know you, you see Jeezy now? Um, you know, 15, 16 years later, uh, definitely have elevated and matured, and you know, what I mean, even even Gucci, you know, Gucci have did it. Both of the, both of them came in, you know, chunky guys didn't really care about health. You know, when you when you running that rapper lifestyle, you don't really you don't really care. You you out all night. You go eat Waffle House. You drink. You know what I mean. But to see them now, you know, in their forties, you know what I mean, and you know, to change their body, their whole mindset. I mean, it's dope. It's dope to see. Like it's, it's definitely you, dope. You gotta to elevate, man. If you go twenty years down the road and you're trying to live like you was twenty years ago, it's something wrong. With you. Something's definitely wrong with you, man. Like if you. If you don't elevate to the next level, you're going to fade out anyway. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, because nobody's going to want to listen to what you was talking about 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, like, it's just not going to happen, man. True. Exactly. All right, we, we, we say all that to say this now. Let's get to the nitty gritty, man. Who y'all got in this battle, man? 
Start with you, Tone. Who you got? I gotta have Jay Z all day. All day. You th you think it's gonna be close? Or uh, I think it depends on what's the move. Because really, like y'all talking about when Gucci first came out, he had all the script clubs on lock. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if they want to make it like a party, longevity, I think it's, it's gonna be Jeezy mm -hmm. all day. Right. I say they do like ten tracks. They're gonna do twenty. They're gonna do twenty. Twenty tracks. They're gonna do twenty. Twenty tracks. At this age now, I still gotta give it to Jesus. Los. Uh, I feel like this, man. Later years, Gucci got Jesus. He has some he, crossover. He, 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 has, he has some crossover, crossover tracks. Yeah. He had. Uh, he, he he made he made tracks with all the hottest people that was on top. Mm -hmm. You know, recent years. Now, early years, Jeezy has him, but those 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 tracks from like five six years ago, man. And, and one and Gucci, one thing Gucci, uh, Gucci did a great a great thing people. was connecting the youth. Gucci, I mean, I hear he's. You know, behind the Migos, yeah, uh, Thug, Thug, all those, all, all that. So he yeah. did, he did a great job of rich homie, rich like, homie, yeah. yeah, all, all those. So that's cats. that's gonna, I think, in a because the way the verse is set up, the club bangers are not gonna really only thing like they're not really gonna matter too much, like because you got people in New York that never heard some of that Gucci. You know, mixtapes. Right. And, yeah, exactly. That's so that's another thing that's going to be like, cause it's going to like the, the biased New York niggas. They right. they don't they don't understand the mixtape Gucci right. shit. Right. Because I done talked to a lot of people that's like been from up north and like all the stuff that we were playing in the club didn't get spins outside of the southeast region. You see what I'm saying? So, right. Um, I think it's going to be close, man. Just it really depends on. How how they counter each other and how they like like my man said how they set it up right because you like I said later years Gucci got him when he crossed like you said yeah he crossed over. but yeah. early early Gucci early Jeezy like from recession on back he he couldn't touch him right. you see what I'm right. saying so it just depends on what songs they pick to counter you know because you know. Good music gonna go rock regardless. So. Absolutely. Um, I was I was I was telling somebody earlier this week. Um, yeah, after after Jeezy's third album, it gets really gets yeah. really blurry. Like after after recession, you can't really name that many Jeezy albums that you really fucked with. Like right. That. He might drop a hot song. Like right. He definitely right, still yeah. did drop some hot yeah, songs. Once he got to a certain level, his music definitely slowed down. You're right. I mean, you had to wait like two or three years before you dropped another album. Yeah. So. Right. But you know, I, I was telling like I was telling my guy like I was like yo, but Jeezy got that big Joker, which is the first album. The first album is the big Joker. You know what I mean? But this is the thing, right? We played that in the club, right? Mm -hmm. But was it getting played everywhere. everywhere in the club? 
You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like, mean, I mean, GZ uh, first album sold a couple million. You know what I mean? And if he didn't get bootlegs so heavy, this shit probably would have sold. What I'm more saying than is, that. we played the whole album in the club, right? Right, right, right. Did the did everywhere play the whole album, or did they play the boom, boom, clap? You know, instead yeah, of the radio yeah. hits. The radio like, hits. That's what right. I'm saying. So when people say it was a big album, it did sell a lot. But was the whole world, you know, North Carolina and Georgia, they were playing the whole complete album. But was that going on everywhere in the United States or was it just going on in this area? You see what I'm saying? Like, so that's the argument I always have with people because when it was between him and T.I., I said T.I. was going to win it. Mm -hmm. And it was because of that, that reason, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, the crossover music, the, you know... He had features that were up to date, you know. So it was a lot that he was gonna win. I think T.I. would murder both of them. Yeah. No. No. I, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna have to go with him. I, I, I don't think murder. I think T, I think I think T.I. would have won because I, you know, T.I.'s in my top five. Like T.I. took my top five favorite rappers of all time. But murder. I mean, after you get past this, get their ten. Mm -hmm. After you get past your ten, you small twin. Now, what what Jeezy has that nobody has is that that political track like that never fade. That my president is black. black. Like right. everybody knows that track, no matter if you're black, white, Mexican, you know, sure. Asian. Like it, everybody knows that track, and it was so like it was on time fitting at the time, right? So he actually dropped that before he got. That's like that's that. what you call a bulletproof track that nobody's gonna be able to beat. So, him, so what? Man. So what? So what is Gucci gonna do when Jeez. he drop this? I know you ain't gonna let this shit go down like this, nigga. I'm hearing these niggas in the club, nigga, sounding like you, nigga. <laughs> buy your motherfucking ad lib, buy your motherfucking style, nigga. What the fuck going on, nigga? You better check these motherfucking niggas, man. Hold on, this real fuck with real nigga, so, and these niggas ain't real out here on these motherfuckers. That's a that's a club banger. But I think certain songs they can't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a club banger, no doubt about it, man. But you know, I don't, I don't know how they're gonna. That's what it, it depends on how they setting this up. Because if he drops something like my Jeez. shirt off, I know you ain't gonna let me something go like that. Like the counter or like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like those, are, those are big club bangers. Yeah. You know what I'm they ain't gonna show each other listening. Nah, I'm gonna come get you later. Next time I checked, I was the man on these streets. They call me 30 years. You know what I'm saying? And you made songs about me, I made songs about you. And then we quietly, you know what I'm saying, when we squashed it, but not publicly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now we got these songs. It's like you put hit them up against who shot you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though if it was cool again, you know what I mean? What the internet gonna do? Right. The internet gonna start talking. Oh, they still beefing. They still beefing. Right. Cool. And it's gonna start all over again. So I think I, I really think they're gonna have to prove each other less, man. This song, this song was heavy in the club and stuff and in the streets, right? Right. But mainstream America don't know this song. No, I think they know this. You think I, so? I, I definitely think they know this. I think a lot of the, like I could play some Gucci stuff that a lot of mainstream America don't know, like. Let me just let me just um, 
Let's go like, with it's, it's crazy to say like Soul Survivor is probably Yeah. Yeah, that's that, but that's like a mainstream That was a mainstream song for Gucci. Right. Yeah. Yellow yeah. And I know we're not talking about either one of these. No, this oh here, here's a here's a good one, do do a lot of people know. Listen to this track, bitch. Right. That's a club cool banger, right? That's the thing, man, with these tracks, man, like, are you going to pull out the mainstream ones that sold, or are you going to pull out the club bangers? Because, you know, when I done been to see both of these guys in concert, right? They, they, they play, they both, it, like, they chart the songs that they play, right? Right. It be their club bangers, and they, you know, it don't, it, it, it they, they do maybe a couple mainstream hits, but it mostly be the ones that the crowd can the sing crowd love. Right. Like like Boosie, like that's what, that's what I was about to bring up. Too. Like Boosie, uh, uh, set it off. That that won't even that wasn't even a it song. It never touched the radio. That song never was on the radio. Never. Was, t- that song was hot in the streets, and that's and his, in a club, that, man. That shit was never on the radio, but that's his biggest song to date. Right. That's what he in every concert with. Set it off. He know when he do set it off, the show is over. You know what's but funny? You, but if you're in New York, you probably you don't, don't know that. You don't know that. Like, right. it's it's so funny. And you just like, how do you not know it? But then, you know, that's how 50 was in New York. 50 had mixtape songs that used to set the club off that right. we did not know there in here, man. Right. Like, so, I mean, it's just your region. Like, that's why I say, I guess it depends on... How they set it up, man, you know. And if you're talking about, see, this international, what they doing now, you know, this is global. Right. So they're going to have to, you know what I'm saying, to get everybody's attention. They're right. going to have to use a mainstream. The mainstream joint. Now, they, if they was in a club in Atlanta. Right. Oh, and, they, so and, they, and they probably going to play it like like it's in Atlanta. You know what I mean? They probably ain't going to be thinking about yeah. what, what the fuck, you know, the people... Up north, it's really, it's really just that up north bias shit, really. That they don't, them niggas up there don't. Western Cali, man, like you play, like I remember going to Vegas, like and they would play, you know, mainstream. They would like we be bouncing to that trap. Now here's like, uh, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So you know that's. That's gonna that's gonna determine you know the difference is like how they set it up man are they gonna cater to the trap in the streets or are they gonna cater to the mainstream art audience man yeah I mean it's, it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be definitely well, with dope twenty to tracks see. though they gonna have to use both Twi- you said you said that with again twenty tracks they gonna have to use both well the features see oh, so man, yeah yeah, yeah so if you got features yeah they use the features too yeah, yeah. so oh, man, it, in that case yeah. yeah like so because Jeezy got the joint play that big song he did with like Rihanna yeah I forget yeah. the name of it but so yeah. those features count you know Jeezy got one with Kanye yeah <laughs> you know like you got features, Kanye's joint features, features. And, and, and he got any and, and he got a shitload of Jay Z songs so. right right him and him and Jay Z really done really gotten they 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 bag bag. Um yeah I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty easy win for Jeezy truthfully. It's gonna be a pretty pretty it's gonna be a pretty I might easy have to play win. devil's advocate just because, you know what I'm saying? I might say Gucci because of like I said his later years. 
you know, but yeah, because Gucci, because Gucci definitely got that like, I get the bag and fumble it, right? Like those, like that new shit. Like, I mean, Gucci is more relevant musically. I think, I think Jeezy is the oh, bigger yeah, name. I think Jeezy's the the bigger name. Like Jeezy I, almost crossed over. I understand though the time frame you coming from. You see what I'm saying when you say Jeezy, because it's like it's almost like a no brainer how his effect was right. during that time. But when you look at the span of it, I don't think he can wash him. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think Jeezy can wash Gucci. From the time frame, man. And I think, I, and now, I was, now I think about it, like you were saying. Of course, I was a Jeezy fan way before I even knew who uh, Gucci was. Gucci was, right? You know what I'm saying? So by the time Gucci came out, I was already, you know, a lot down Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, I was already <laughs> locked down Jeezy fan. And yeah. so, it, and even even his first tracks, I heard all of it was. Trap music. I mean, right. all of it. You know what I'm saying? Club music. I, actually, I think the first time I even heard him was in the script club. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I think all his music in the beginning was It straight. was definitely like for the strip club and yeah. clubs. And, uh, definitely. Yeah. All for it. Uh, let's, let's, get into, let's get into some more vibes. Gucci. Scooch. Strap top. What is up? You get the bag and fumble it, I get the bag and flip it and tumble it Straight off the lot, 300 cash, and the car came with a blood in it Lil' mama a thot, and she got ass, she ain't gon' fuck up a bag Pull up to the spot, livin' too fast, droppin' the dump in the stash In Italy, got too far in hoes, they DM me, draw at the top this shit right here was this 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 was a tough one from Gucci. This like the second song that I heard from Gucci. I was like, yeah. In the trap house. I was like, okay. <laughs> Cold 
the pack in and I'm working. Draw season in, charge your ass a whole 30. But right now, you can get it for a low number. This bitch scale white, same color, my armor. Zone 6, polar bears, now. You gotta play, I think I love him, man. <laughs> You think anybody what about I mean Jaden Kiss done went against Fab already, but I mean like group like like a group versus group? Well, I did I missed that one. Oh you missed you missed Jaden Fab? Yeah, Fab. Yeah, Jada won. Jada won too. And it was super drunk and nobody expected Jada to win. I know I didn't. I was like Fab and Fab but Fab just see that's a regional thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think really, I think Clue crippled Fab. Mm. Yeah, that's you know a whole, that's a whole nother discussion right you there. You know what I'm saying? Because he was so loyal. When when you heard of Clue, he was on. He did all Clue joints. Right. You know what I'm saying? The whole Desert Storm. Right. You know you ain't had nothing but Fab. Exactly. You know what I'm I re- this is me personally. I don't know what this would happen, but it's, this is my outside looking in opinion. I feel like he worked so much. And did so much work with Clue. Right. He didn't work on his own brand. Right. Because anytime you see. Yeah, we didn't know. We we still. One thing I, I think what hurt Fab is we didn't never know much about him. Like, yeah. I, I didn't. I, we never. We just knew he was a dope ass rapper. We know he Clue. He could dress. He could dress, dress yeah, well. Right. Clue put him out. But we did we, no, we, did, we didn't we didn't like, never know much about him and, and eventually I, I knew he was from New York. I didn't know he was from Brooklyn mm-hmm. for years. You right. see what I'm saying? Like I just like I thought he was from Harlem because everybody was doing the Harlem shaking his right. videos. Like, so like, so once the music stopped being because every because all these rappers instead of outside of a couple everybody's gonna fall off. That's just you got about an average rapper got about five years of solid. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Being Before, yeah, it's just fading away. Yeah, man. just just fading away. So when it started fading away for Fab, you know what I mean? It, you know what I mean? I was like, and my mom like, you got to be more personal. Like, you got to tell the people about yourself. Who who is fabulous? Right. Where right. you from? Like, yes. You know how you grow up? Like right. all that stuff. Yeah. People, that's people want to know that. Yeah. Especially they relating to you, man. Yeah. That's what make you relatable to your fans. To your fans, like who is you? Right. Like you, you like you got to be more than just a song on the radio. You True. know what I mean? Like, and that, and that's all for a long time what Fab was. But now we live in an era now where social media, everybody, man, Instagram, like just show these people every day. You know, it it still don't really show their real life, but they can portray whoever they want to be. They can show you videos at a right. certain time. That they have going on, and, and people believe it, you know. But you know, they don't—they're not showing their full life, but they're showing you more than we were seeing before the internet. Well, yeah, we were seeing right, before right. before the. But I, it's some certain artists that I like that don't give people much, like Kendrick Lamar, Cole, and, and Cole. Right. And it and it and it and that helps them because it's a, we don't it's a we mystery. don't see, it's a mystery. We right. don't know nothing about. You know. it's, it's like when you see them, you're so glad. It's like, oh, they popped out. You see what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah. which what, which one do you prefer? Like, you you, you prefer you? I'm be- a cold. I'm a heavy cold fan. Me too. You Me know, too. He, he, but Kendrick, you know, we all know your BC. You know, he can go. But I like Cole because uh, I relate more to his music. Right, his story. Right, we all from the Carolinas in here, so and just like. 
you know, when he was rapping on some mixtape stuff, it reminded me he was talking about some of his teenage stuff, and it was some teenage stuff that I would do, man. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I was doing at the time, you right, know? right? And it, right. it was so relatable, man. I was like, so I related more. I relate more to Cole. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, the question. I think the question I was, I was trying to ask, like, uh, do you like do you like it when the rappers are more of a mystery, or do you like it when you kind of see their whole life all over, you know, social media? Me personally, like. I'm not a I'm not an everyday internet person, so I wouldn't. I like it more like it's entertaining mm-hmm. one side of it, but I if I was in the, that position, I would be a mystery guy. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So I kind of respect the mystery guy mm-hmm. better than the person that's up there all the time. But you know, it it works for some people. It, some people, would, you know. It don't <laughs> I, like like I said earlier. Uh, Ti's in my top five, but he but he's definitely starting to be annoying to the point where like damn dog it's like he, man. it's it's definitely saturated. And why are you always in everybody business? Like right. anything yeah, happens, Ti Ti definitely always gotta he gotta put his five cents. He gotta put his five cents. Oh, yeah, he gotta yeah. stay relevant to the young. That's why you think his his last album five. I like. It. Mm-hmm. But T.I. never had this many features. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, the younger, the younger generation don't They're not know. checking for him. They're not checking you know, for him at all. I mean, let's just be honest. They ain't checking for him at all. Yeah, like, they not. They don't want to hear what people were rapping about or, you know what I'm saying, you cooking coke and stuff like that. They want to know where the Molly and Perks is at. You right. know what I'm saying? They don't want to hear about you whipping it in the kitchen. You know right. what I'm saying? Or it's just a different, so... He does that, like you said, to stay relevant. He keep mm-hmm. he keeps these young guys around, keep features and stuff, like so he can stay relevant. Which I don't think I don't know, man, if it helps him or not because he he hit and miss with that a lot too. Yeah, he, he definitely definitely hit and miss. Was like, all right now, all right everybody, we about to boycott Houston, boycott Houston's, <laughs> fuck Houston's, like we ain't eating there no more. Like you know what I mean, and I and I and I love Ti like, but it's just sometimes it's got to cut that internet shit off. Sometimes you know what I mean. Like, I feel like our age group, man, we didn't grow up doing that, so it's unnatural for us to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like for you to be on the internet every day, and that's not what you grew up doing. It's almost like you done picked up a new new act or something, you know what I'm saying, that's not, like, naturally, you see what I'm saying, so, like, we grew up typing in stuff like www, you know what I'm saying, right, right, right. but, the, like, the new generation just, like, everything is right there for them, like, mm-hmm. they record everything, they don't have to go search, really, it's just right there for them, so, when I, when I think of an older, you know what I'm saying, a rapper doing it, I'm like, Stupid down a little bit, right? You know, right? Exactly. But you know, I mean, like, like Tom, like you, like until you start doing like podcasts, you was pretty. You ain't really ever see you post a. Nah, I didn't. I actually was off of social media for like two and a half years. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was done with social media. I mean, I had like Messenger because that's how me and my family would, you know, go back and forth sometimes. But like on the IG, you know, Facebook, I was off. For literally, it was almost three years. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got tired of, you know, when you let it, when you let, let's say people, and I'm not shit on 
those shots in my body, but sometimes those those spirits can can come off on you and, and mess your day up, give you that negative vibe. I agree with you. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And like one time with social media, and it may be going on now. If it ain't about the podcasting or some kind of money, I don't. I keep scrolling anyway. Right. But um, like if you if you always listen to that negativity. It becomes a part of your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm going to say, I had to check myself on it. This is when I got off. I never went on a rant, like, on Facebook or, you know, social media, period. One day, I went on a rant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I posted, like, 